show for I just headlined for 13 people on zoom great I'm so tired I'm like it's it it, I'm so tired of this yeah (laughs) I did a set for 16 people and uh it was all right you know 10 minutes is okay 45 is when you're like yeah this is what's the point of this well, uh, the the show I did was um, the audio. Everybody was muted, so there was there's things that need to happen in a Zoom show, right? And uh, audio has to be kind of one of them, right? And um, yeah, I don't. It's gonna be. I don't think that I'll never not do Zoom shows again or not do online shows. I like the idea that online shows a great deal. You know, the fact that people can be anywhere and they they can happen at different times of the day. And, yeah, you know, and people who can't get to comedy can see comedy. But I am I am really looking forward to the club sets. <laughs> yeah. There was a, the stand posted a picture of Rich Voss on stage, you know, uh-huh. in, in, a, in a sparsely attended, you know, mm-hmm. room. And I was like, wow. I saw a Pepitone picture of him in Alameda. Oh, really? Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That looked yeah. pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just, you just gotta... reminisce about other people <laughs> having worked. Other people's first performances. <laughs> you got to figure if you're double vaxxed, you know. Yeah, You're, and it's been two weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you have people in the audience, I I don't know who would go out if they weren't vaccinated, but some people are stupid. But n- most people, I think, don't want to get COVID and are going to get vaccinated. And so you're going to have an audience of mostly vaccinated people. And, you know, that's sort of, you know, that's might be enough. It might be enough, and I have to say, I today we drove up to uh, near Visalia, was California, mm-hmm. and for lunch. To, and then we did Easter eggs, painted some Easter eggs, and then drove <laughs> back down. And um, Andy's Easter eggs, much like Andy's uh, pumpkins at Halloween. Oh boy, amazing! <laughs> turns out being married to Art Guy means. Uh, Whatever loose, weird societal art that happens, just because it's supposed to be children or fun, all of a sudden you're staring at an egg that has realistic-looking carrots on it. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> how disturbing! Honestly, I was like, what? Anyway, so we stopped to pick up lunch, you know, for his mom, for all of us, and uh, I'm standing in line, distanced, uh, getting ready to place my order, and behind me. Are two people without masks who are about three or four feet away from me. And uh, the woman is saying very loudly or in, you know, she's not she should be ashamed. She should be whispering this. Yes. And uh, but she's not. And she's saying, well, you know, there's studies out that said it's really hard to breathe with masks on. And I I almost was like, are there studies 
or do you just find it a get a different mask? It's sort of like there's a million different kind of masks out there. There's some that are more comfortable than other to your face, to your weird face, lady. Uh, it turns out the one that that is really comfortable for my face is I don't I I don't like that it's a Dunkin' Donuts employee mask. <laughs> Are you sure you don't like that? I bought it because I thought it was funny, and I love Dunkin' Donuts coffee so much. Yeah. Uh, but um, but I've gotten so many comments about, oh, you must love Dunkin' Donuts, and I just want to go, I'm not because I'm not really donut people, but I am Dunkin' Donuts coffee people, a hundred thousand times. Is it cloth? It is. It is both. It is nylon and cloth. It's nylon on the outside, cloth on the inside. And it just, it, it fit, the ear things are adjustable and it just fits really nice. It cleans well. Like I just, you know, I, I wash it and. and yeah. I, I think those are decent and they're good enough for now, but like in the, in the height of the pandemic, you want to have like a, like one of those surgical. It's, right. It also has a pouch for a filter. Like the, the staff, the, it's, it's what the people who work at Dunkin' Donuts wear. Mm, okay. So, I mean, they, if I, when I think health, I think Dunkin' Donuts. So, yeah. <laughs> you should think they're coffee and how delicious it is. It is it's great always, coffee. Really I do. And, and they, I think in a couple years, they're going to different packaging. But right now they have that, like, really shiny plastic that's not recyclable. So it's not my favorite thing. Oh, right, right. In fact, I, I paid extra for Intelligentsia because it was like, it has that kind of paper bag and and then just the bonus of trying to go to intelligentsia and trying to get someone to give a shit. Come. <laughs> Jackie, it is sold in grocery stores like Dunkin' Donuts is. Oh, is it's it? It's in Pavilion now. So yeah. Oh, so they the so it, hey intelligentsia, you've sold out. <laughs> Good for you. Um hmm. So I had this weird I had a couple of weird things happen to me this week. Uh well, this one so did I tell you last week my Charmy uh, ate uh, super glue, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Because I, because well, I, because I, I, w- w- once Charmy was okay, and that picture of Charmy being okay was hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> and um, yeah, it was a sticky situation. That's when I tweeted it. Oh yeah, the I puns wouldn't stop at some point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, anyway, so what'd you eat this week? Oh, a chocolate bar full of THC that I forgot I had. She found it and oh, I was like, oh my God. And I looked up, I, you know, looked it up and everyone said she'll act crazy, but it, you know, you have to go to the ER. Cause that's the last thing I want to do is go to the vet with a dog in the pandemic. Okay. And, uh, she, she was bananas. She she was super hyper, and then she couldn't move her legs, and her legs weren't working. And she looked like what the fuck? Like she wasn't enjoying it. And I I, I fear that that's how I will be like when I get high, and that's probably why I never ate that chocolate bar. Yeah, yeah, you were probably correct. It's uh, but but so uh, so earlier after the super glue thing, I I sent a tweet. I tweeted. I sent a tweet. I tweeted something like um. Uh, here, you know, when you're at something about being at the vet going, oh, your dog's ready uh, to be picked up. We'll have her out in an hour. Right. Because every time you go to the vet now, it takes so long to get the animal. And at first I thought it was the vet that I used. And I'm like, these people suck, but I'm, I'm, you know, they have all their medical information. So I'll stay with them. (laughs) And then when it went to the ER, it was the same thing. They're like, 
our tech will be right out. And it was like 45 minutes later when they were out, like, again, my battery died and somebody jumped me in the time I was waiting for the thing to happen. This it happened with the food delivery too. Your, your car battery? Yeah. Cause I left the key in while I went to listen to the radio and then it, okay. Okay. So, but anyway, so I just tweeted that and someone tweeted under, and then you, then you thank your vet for, and I was like, go away. This is a joke for people who <laughs> are waiting in their cars for their dogs to be released to them. Okay. This is not a joke for you. Right. Then that person, cause I didn't reply to her. Then she wrote a thousand word essay on medium about my tweet without naming me. And then she links, she, then she tagged me on Twitter and goes, Hey, would you read this and share it? I'm like, bitch, what are you talking about? You wrote a thousand words about how much you hate me and my attitude. I'm, what do you, what? No. Oh, you're insane. But you know, she's a veterinarian and veterinarian. Like I wouldn't want to be veterinarian now be hell. And I, I always feel like everyone, the pandemic is making everyone out of their fucking mind. So you just got to give people uh, you know, like pandemic points, you know, right. I, like, That's I know right. why you're crazy. Right. Pandemic so I didn't patients. do anything. Yeah. Yeah. You don't do yes. anything. I wanted but to quote tweet. I had a good, I tried it on you guys. It's a good one. But I was like, then I'll, then, I, you know, everyone's going to pile on and tell her she's, you know, annoying. And, and she probably, you know, it's, no one needs that. It, what, Right. You just, you take your, per, your prof, excuse me, your profession. So personally, and it's like, just, just scroll on, just keep scrolling, you know? Right, right, right. right. And, and it is curious that they would say your dog will be right out. How about they say, I mean, and I wonder what, I mean, the dog is, if the dog is, if your pet is done with the service at the vet right? and the vet is like, okay, well, we're done with your dog. All you have to do is then I mean, I know clearly there's more to it, obviously, than just putting the leash back on and walking the dog out to the person. I don't, I don't know. Don't you need to clear the room? You know, maybe you, you treat the dogs the like a doctor treats us. Get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't it volume? And I uh, just yeah, yeah. You got to turn over these tables. I, I used know. to work at a Chinese restaurant. Uh, so uh, <laughs> what? It was, it was uh, that Mr. Chano, Mr. Chano always said that it was a volume industry. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah. He was like, we got to turn over these tables. It's been great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it, that was, uh, that was fun. That was fun. It's yeah. fun to have someone ready to say about your tweet. A thousand words. <laughs> so you're like, ah, wow. I'm like, I, why, I wish I had those balls to, to slam somebody and then ask that they share and Sharon. Oh my God. Oh my God. I got the second shot on Tuesday morning. Yeah. And, uh, Tuesday night I was fine. And then Tuesday in the middle of the night, I wasn't particularly fine. I woke up kind of achy mm -hmm. and I, I, I had a dentist appointment on Wednesday morning at 9am and at 8am I texted them and said, I have, I have, um, Second day of second shot symptoms. I can't go anywhere. And so I essentially slept for like three hours on Wednesday. Ah. And then just sat around feeling kind of achy and headachy, right? Yeah. I mean, I just sort of, it felt like a cold. 
Mm-hmm. And, um, and you know, there's a thousand theories of how, you know, it just means that how bad you would have reacted, how good your immune system is. And who cares? It's over now. It was, it is currently Saturday. And essentially I just have a little bit of, um, my, my arm hurts just a little bit still from the show. That's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah, so um, I will be yeah I will be fully vaxxed up and ready to do something. And by God, I want to do something. I was you know remember two weeks ago I was all nervous. It yeah. just took me a second to get used to it again. I just yeah right. I don't like change. Yeah, and it, I've been spending thirteen months getting used to this. And right, then right, right. I just needed two new weeks to get used to wanting to go out again. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I went into a mall uh, about a week ago. What? Yes, a shopping mall. Which one? Went, uh, there's one in Burbank. I I popped into uh, Cost Plus Pure uh, World Imports uh, yeah. just to check sure. things out, see what's what's happening there. What's, anything good coming from New Zealand? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's nice when a chain from your childhood is still open. Oh, okay. you know? <laughs> everything's closing. Did I tell you about McCullough's last week when I went up to the Bay Area? Oh no. my God. McCullough's is like this, this little chain of a uh, little tiny department store. And there's like three or four of them in the Bay Area. And uh, it's where I got my first bra. And that Aww. store is still in business in the same location. So I, that's, and then I walked in, I'm like, to honor them, I'm going to buy a purse. And then Charmy chewed it like within a day. Within a day. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was kind of cool. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the um, my mother in law's um, neighbor David has a has an old lab, an old black lab, and a brand new, like an eight, no, three or four month old uh, white lab puppy. Mm-hmm. And the white lab puppy is all just mouth, just mouth mouth puppy energy, yeah. and. Um, I was like, oh yeah, that's a lot of, that's a lot of energy. You made the right choice. I can tell you. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'll tell you something. How's uh, Gordy? Gordy's, uh, Gordy's a uh, fucking bossy is Gordy is uh, willing to listen until he's not willing to listen, you know? And, uh, so we're, we drove up to Andy's mom's today. And so I opened the door so that I could put like his little, you know, so, somewhere we could sit in the back seat and, and, you know, cause we got him on a leash and then it's around a thing, but then there's like a dog bed. Right. Mm-hmm. So I went to put the dog bed in and he jumps in and I was like, come on out, Gordy. I got to put the bed in the, and I don't know why I'm explaining it to the dog, but I was. <laughs> and- <laughs> you hear my dog. She's riveted. She's barking. <laughs> She's and, taking uh, Gordy's side out of Gordy, Gordy. Gordy wouldn't get out. So I just essentially put the dog bed, uh, you know, essentially half on top of him and uh, half where it belonged. And then he kind of worked around it and then ended up inside of it. And it was exactly where I was like, you can stay in there, mm-hmm. but I'm we're not leaving for another 15 minutes. You want to sit in the car for 15 minutes. <laughs> and so he sat in the car for 15 minutes and then, you know. Uh, people drive their babies around because sometimes the car is the only thing that puts them to sleep. Yeah, I remember my brother Phil used to, uh, my youngest niece would just drag her in this wagon around the block. Like it was when she was a baby, 
He'd like he he like put all kinds of swaddling around this this old red wagon, mm-hmm. and then just pull the puller, <laughs> and she would get knocked out. Like she would just just mm-hmm. she was out. Uh, like as soon as he made like the full loop, and then they could put her into into the crib or into the, her bed, and it was uh, better. I'm about to pass out. I'm so tired. Well, okay. I, so you did a sh- you did your set. Yeah, but I'm also my room is done. <gasps> they they have to do a few more things to the outside, but um, yeah, it's uh uh and now my son has my the old closet, my closet, and I have his closet. His is way smaller, and uh, so uh, we're I, now there's just shit everywhere because they're trying to figure out whose stuff goes where and. Um, what I should keep, you know, there's, when you're empty out a closet, there's stuff like you maybe wanted two years ago. Now you're like, ah, do I need to keep this or do I need to keep it in my closet? Or you could, couldn't go in a crawl space, you know, or under the house. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, yeah, I woke up this morning, first morning I had like fucking so much light coming in from the, the windows and um, it was cool. It's like, this is what I wanted. I always wanted like a really well lit, sun drenched bedroom. Yeah, just hap- a happy room mm-hmm. <clears throat> kind of thing. Well, you know, William's going to come over and help us set up something so that because he last March he helped us put in place for the garden, right? Those mm-hmm. raised beds. Well, the sun is still 101 degrees. <laughs> And so he's going to help us build something to block, to sort of diffuse the sunlight. So mm, cool. Um, and he's going to start as soon as he's done with yours, I guess. All um, right. He'll be over there next week. Wow, yep. Jackie. What don't we share? <laughs> <laughs> we got the bra thing and then we have the, the a birthday g- and a contractor. <laughs> yep. And a, and a guy who can fix stuff and make things. Oh, um, so. So I, I go to, um, my friend, Cheryl, my best friend, Cheryl, right. Her mom passed away a couple of years ago. So she uh, made an appointment with a medium and, um, and she said, can you drive me? Because if I'm too overwhelmed, you know, if I connect with my mom, I need you to drive me back. So I'm like, okay. So I show up unannounced. The guy doesn't know who I am. I sit upstairs in the waiting room. Cheryl goes in and she comes out after an hour and she's like, well, uh, a little while into the session, uh, my mom was there. She said her mom was there. She goes, he said, uh, there's a, there's a woman here who's not, not, not a family member, but she says she's a friend and I'm getting the name J Joanne. <laughs> he said, Joanne. Wow. Guess what? Joanne said, I don't want to interrupt, but I just want to say a few things to my Cheryl could tell my daughter. And then she, she stayed for 20 minutes. That's how long she didn't want to interrupt for. <laughs> that does sound like your mom. Classic. And then her complaint was she didn't like how I was grieving her death and and uh, and thought that it, I wasn't doing it properly. And uh, I'm like, yeah, you would come back from the dead to criticize my, criticize my behavior. Yep, that's you. Right. You're, did you uh, Did you say... Could someone please get my dad on the line? Because that's who, <laughs> that's all I want to talk to. No, it's Cheryl. I now want to go see this guy because uh, I want to talk to my dad. She's right. Yeah, my dad apparently was. You know, she said that they were together and everything, but she was the only one talking. So, <laughs> but the fact that it all it all lines up. 
signed up a hundred percent and mostly that she interrupted and stayed for a third of the session. (laughs) And then I got irritated with her and I'm like, it's like, she is alive, you know? Right, right. right. Well, it's, uh, did your mom leave Cheryl any money? (laughs) Just cover the medium? No. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, um, you know, April 16th, Friday, I'm doing this rush takes thing Mm -hmm. and it is so much work that almost everyone else is doing. Uh, let's, 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 the late night show. Yeah. The late it's called, it's uh, your late night is what it's called with Jackie Cation. And, um, everyone has to buy a ticket, please. If you have $15, I have to fill the internet. (laughs) <laughs> so if you could, uh, everybody just fucking pony up, go to rushtakes.com. It'll be, April it'll, 16th. and you're going to see a different side to Jackie than you see on the Sunday services or anything. It's completely different. You know, it won't it's, be anything you've seen before. I have to tell you the things that they're writing for me are amazing. There's a musical thing that I'm going to be doing. What? Amber Buffin does a ton of musical stuff. Have you been watching her show at all? You should just to get some uh, rhythm and pacing and ideas. I, you know? I really, I yeah, really she's should. She's performing in front of nobody and she's doing full song and dance numbers. And, and yeah, well, check her I, out. Well, yeah, this thing. And then I'm going to interview Margaret Cho, right? Hey, so I was, cool. Yeah, yeah I was going to, I, um, I was shy to ask her. You know, I was just like, uh, oh, I know, because Rush Ticks kept set, uh, recommending people. Yeah. I was just going to have Maria. I asked Maria if she would do it because I did her Rush Ticks show, and she was like, of course. And then, uh, but but Maria's doing a Rush Ticks show where she sleeps. Did I tell you about that? <laughs> no. What? It's called a Maria Bamford Slumber Party, and oh, she cool. came up with it during the tech rehearsal for her stand- last stand-up show for Rush Ticks. Wow. Maria was like... I am so tired. I just have to sleep. And, and I said something along the lines of, Oh, people would watch that. And she's <laughs> like, Oh yeah. Do you think people want to watch a medicated eight hour sleep? And I said, if you filmed it for eight hours, this is a cash cow. And the, and the, <laughs> and the rush ticks woman was like, would you be willing <laughs> to do that? And uh, and now they're doing it. And so, wow. uh, so, so it's an eight hour show or what's, it's what's an eight the- hour show. So Maria's going to take her meds and go to sleep <laughs> and it's going to be it. like the Truman show. Oh my God. Where you're like, go ahead, watch her sleep. See how she cuddles and, uh, <laughs> with a bunch of stuffed animals. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I asked her if she would do it, and so Rustics was like, "Actually, it might bleed off some of the people," and I was like, "I don't, I don't actually think it will, but okay, <laughs> that's fine." And then, um, so I just texted Margaret, and I said, "Would you be? We can, you know, it will not. T- it's a ten minute interview for uh, this late show, and I don't know, like when you interview people on panel, you're right about that. I should watch because what that? I mean." When I interview people for the Dork Forest, I usually interview people about what they love, right? Mm-hmm. When I, if I'm interviewing them about, I mean, I'm just usually, it's just plug and play. This thing, if if she wants to plug something, like, I don't want to Byron Allen this, you know? So I understand, <laughs> so I understand mm-hmm. you like carousels. <laughs> and then she does her carousel bit. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. And... 
But that's well, it's whatever she wants, right? So find out if she wants to do a bit, she has a bit to go into. Uh, and she's she's kind of a topical comic, so I'm sure it would it wouldn't be an awkward segue if she wants to go into a bit, but you know. No, no, and well, and yeah, it's not going to be. I don't think it 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 won't be awkward at all, and it's just going to be fun to talk to her. But I yeah, just, but I'm just gonna. I mean, I would just rather just just talk to her about hey, so you go back on the road. I mean, like literally, what I yeah. would ask her is is. Uh, is uh, so are you you know what are you are you reading anything good what are you doing yeah yeah for sure yeah but it will be really because there's going to be sketches and there's going to be this interview thing and then i'm going to do a musical thing and uh and then there's going to be desk pieces and mm-hmm. um and the desk pieces are they're they they have those themes that desk pieces often do and one of them um one of the writers was like yeah but that sounds too much like the tonight show guy and um thank you notes or something yeah yeah it was like that so we changed it uh to because it was uh so congratulations essentially i'm congratulating like my family members and they oh and I, okay yeah and i had i had made I had made this sort of, uh, you know, vision boardy listy kind of thing of, of things that I like and 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 you know, and so they're writing in my voice, which is surreal. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it that is strange, isn't it? I mean, yeah, it, is is it partially you're like this is cool, and then you're like this isn't my voice. Why do you, you know? Like, do you get sort of annoyed that someone thinks that you would talk like I, a certain way or? There was, there's, there's just a, there were a couple of beats that were slightly off, yeah. but on the whole, I wish I was as interesting. As <laughs> the, stuff was, the stuff was so much funnier and sort of, some of it's super sweet. Some yeah. of it's very smart and political. And I was like, did I tell you that I was on this, this political show that I was ill-prepared for, but I, um, and two different people told me that I was super smart that I sounded really smart. And I said, yeah, you know, I, I chose to listen most of that. <laughs> and so I didn't talk a lot. And so yeah. of course I sounded smarter. Cause um, when I, when I did say something, I had thought it through. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me, I did this show in, uh, called the blame game that airs in Belfast. It's a show. Oh, in right. Yeah. In Northern Ireland. And I, I taped it uh thursday so a couple days ago at 11 in the morning and um it was it was like the um, there were four in studio panelists so they're they're there in person and the audience is on zoom and i was behind them on zoom so it it was like it was fun it was but it was obviously the zoom thing is shitty right and uh and i also they're they're they like can finish each other sentences and i'm like do i do i stop all this to <laughs> tell a joke like I, I i was reading my jokes going this joke isn't worth stopping their conversation for it, because of the way i have to enter the conversation it's like i'm, I'm parachuting in and it's a gigantic landing and the joke's got to be really great to to you know, uh, be worth it. And so right, right. it That's was, it was tough, but it was, it was fun. I was like, fuck, I wish I would love to go to Belfast, obviously. And I'd uh, love to be, uh, in person on the show. Have you ever, um, been to Northern Ireland? No, just, uh, just 
Southern Just Ireland. Ireland. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. It was um, fascinating. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, do you want to do? Uh, wh- where are we at, Kyle? We're at twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. I'm cool. I'm cool. We have, we have a lot of uh, a, a lot of things to do this particular episode. Hey there, beautiful people. Did you hear that good good news? Something about the baby Jesus? Mm, he's coming back. Or do you mean the fact that <laughs> Apple Podcasts has named Fanti one of the best shows of 2020? I mean, we already knew that we was hot stuff, but a little external validation never hurts, okay? Hosted by me, writer and journalist Jared Hill. And me, the ebony enchantress myself, <laughs> Travel Anderson. Fanti is your home for complex conversations about the gray areas in our lives, the people, places, and things. We're huge fans of, but got some anti-feelings toward. You name it, we fan-tie you. Nobody's off-limits. Check us out every Thursday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your Slayworthy audio. Yeah, so, we're busy little business ladies today. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys, <laughs> let's talk first about Function of Beauty. Yes. You guys, I don't know if you know this, but it's dedicated to being the world leader in custo- customizable beauty offering precise formulations for your hair specific needs do you know what that means all that means is you go to functionofbeauty.com and you take the tiny quiz you take the tiny quiz which actually customizes uh shampoo and conditioner and skincare stuff to your specifics you answer the questions they make something for you and you can pick a color and they send it off so that's what custom customizable uh beauty products are for, for function of beauty. So, um, you take the quick, but thorough quiz to tell them a little bit about your hair type and your hair. I think it's goals, right? Yeah. <laughs> Such as lengthen, volumize and oil control. And because your hair changes with the season, you can change your hair goals before every, every shipment. So don't buy off the shelf just to be disappointed, right? Go to functionofbeauty.com and then slash Jackie Laurie, functionofbeauty.com slash Jackie Laurie to take the quiz. And then you save 20% off on your first order. And that applies to their full range of customized hair skin and body products um so are you you're which one are you using Lori? uh eucalyptus my hair goal is that it stays in like right. i just want hair coming out of my head um constantly uh yeah i and and i should get my formula to the to the medium because it's the formula is called joanne Oh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Then, and your mom can talk about it. But I will say this. <laughs> she can interrupt our podcast for 20 minutes. <laughs> so you go to functionofbeauty.com uh, slash Jackie Laurie and save 20% off your first order. And functionofbeauty.com slash Jackie Laurie. Mine uh, is uh, the last one I got was pink. Mm-hmm. And it was, and I'm still working on it because the bottle lasts a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, you only, it lathers so good. And, um, and it smells good. And I put mm-hmm. a little lather lavender in it because I've always wanted to be an old lady and uh, I love lavender <laughs> I genuinely do it it genuinely calms me down so go to functionofbeauty.com slash Jackie Laurie yeah you want to do comic of the week yeah uh so do we uh our comic of the week is Jay McBride Jay McBride. Yes. I've worked with her on a couple Zoom shows this pandemic. And then I was looking at some uh, videotape from pre from the previous, the pre-COVID, pre, pre-COVID days. Yeah, yeah. And she's funny. She's trans. And, um, you know, it's, uh, I, I'm just appalled at, at how they're under assault right now. Like, 
it, yeah. it seems to me the Republicans can't demonize Joe Biden because everyone kind of likes him. And mm-hmm. so it's it's all culture wars. It's, uh, you know, little Nas X and it's trans uh, people. And it's just it's just going to be a gross four years because they can't really go after you know, Biden, unless he dies, then Kamala Harris takes over. Then, you know, then I guess, uh, they go after Kamala, but, or Kamala, right. sorry. Kamala. But the, but the, the, the thing about Jay McBride is smart and sharp. Yes. Back to Jay. Sorry. Back to Jay. <laughs> and she's really sharp and funny. And, yes. um, what's her Twitter handle? What's the Twitter it's just, IG? It's just her name. Oh, J-A-Y-E-M-C-B-R-I-D-E. Yes. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. Jay McBride, uh, smart, sharp, funny, and good people as mm-hmm. well. So yep. uh, find her and uh, follow her and book her. Yep. Um, yeah, book, her, book her on a, a Zoom show. They're so satisfying. <laughs> so satisfying. And now do you want to do the next one? I do. Here's the thing. Okay, so we're going to talk about Green Chef, guys. I love Green Chef. They're a the first USDA certified organic meal kit company, whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, or just looking to eat healthier, there's a range of recipes to suit any diet or preference. Jackie, recipes are easy and quick with step-by-step instructions. You know how dumb I am in the kitchen. They give you, they give you these, these Denny's like uh, menu instructions and they have pictures of the food and I'm like, Oh, oh and I put it together. There's a chef tips and there's photos to guide you along ingredients. They come pre-measured. They're perfectly proportioned. They're mostly prepped. So you just spend less time stressing and more time enjoying your delicious home cooked meals. Right. Um, what I love about it is yes. that is the way that they're, they're eco packaged. They're mm-hmm. uh, the, instead of tiny, thick plastic individual little bottles of Sriracha or whatever it is yeah. uh, to, to, to do it. And I like that it, that it, that they're, that they're doing all the different kind of ethnic food too. Like you can get a Chinese meal and, or you could, Indian. and sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes you get fish. And you know what? I never do buy fish, but fish is easy to prepare, especially when Green Chef tells me how to do it. And they send the protein too. I love that they send the protein. I love that the packaging is all eco-friendly. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's always delicious and interesting. And they put together some herbs that I wouldn't necessarily have thought of. And then yes, I can use it myself. Mm-hmm. on my own on on my own food because i like to use it for kind of for inspiration and it saves a lot of time obviously right yes so and we started doing family dinner where so, so my son could learn to cook the yeah. easiest possible way and we've been keeping it up we do it every single week we have one family dinner and uh, afterwards we play uno or a monopoly or whatever but what i'm what I, I'm saying green chef kicked it off because it kind of get it kind of was like here here, even you dummy, you can figure this out. And I brought that energy to my son. I love that you it's, Hey, it's idiot proof. (laughs) Our family can do this. It's such an interesting, uh, energy, but I will say this. If you go to greenchef.com slash 90 Jackie Laurie and use code 90 Jackie Laurie, you get $90 off, including free shipping. So that's greenchef.com slash 90 Jackie Laurie and the code is uh, obviously 90 Jackie Laurie for $90 off. Yes, 90, not the word 90. 90 Jackie Laurie. Mm-hmm. As Love in <laughs> this won't this won't help them. As in <laughs> 
Our breasts weigh 45 pounds each. Two, 45 times two is 90. 90 Jackie and Lori. <laughs> oh, God. So I'm doing the Sunday services tomorrow mm-hmm. at 3 p.m. Mm-hmm. And I accidentally set the Zoom up for 3 a.m. And then I got uh, many, many, because you know what? Here's how long I've been doing the Sunday services. Yeah. Everyone knows me now. Now we're all friends. <laughs> the, <laughs> the hundred of us that get together, they've been watching me work on this set for a year. And they're like, so they're riffing on the error. And, and at first I thought they were just riffing. And then mm-hmm. I went and checked the Zoom and I'm like, oh, it is 3 p.m., not 3 a.m. <laughs> so, um, which is, and it'll be good for Australia and Hong Kong, the fans there but um not good for anybody in europe because it it is 3 p.m it's just too late for anyone in europe to come to the show mm-hmm. but the uh, guesties so far are brandy brown and guy branham aaron foley and um oh shit how could i f- why would i well oh, here's josh, the thing josh gondelman Oh my gosh, that's a great lineup that they have missed because it's Monday. That's right. Um, <laughs> well done, Jackie. Well done. And, and you do you know young Ray Lau? Uh works yes, at Yes, he Flappers. just hosts, he just hosts yeah, yeah. my Flapper show. Yeah, he's gonna do a little guest. He is he's very well. funny as well. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's uh, it's always it's always fun. I try to ask, I try to get I've got the list going. I have added your names are everyone's names are added. It's I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I've kept track of it, but we're we'll it, hopefully it'll all work out. And if it doesn't find other stage work, it's not my fault. Um, but I will try. I promise to try. And then um, but I do I do. I have this long list of people that I've been wanting to ask, too. And Gondelman has been on that list for months, but I never <laughs> He wasn't ever anywhere near the top. So, I mean, I, I just added, I just added, I added people as I thought of them, like they would say Mm -hmm. a funny tweet and, um, yeah. So So you do it. That's how, that's Um, how I do it. Anyway, I got spreadsheets going, coming out of my ears, but I did a bunch of new stuff tonight on the show that I did tonight. And I've got a couple of benefits this week that I'm doing on zoom and um i applied for that business thing that you oh told yeah me well for. no brandy mentioned it oh was it brandy posey yeah in our chat she just oh, said that's what it was yeah yeah california has a um uh, a grant that they give their they they're giving qualified people you just sign up for it and see if they think you're qualified right and i i took a half an hour and wrestled with it and if I get this grant, uh, that will be great. And if I don't, it was only a half an hour. Yeah. You, you know, cause you didn't get a PPP loan. You probably right. will go at, you know, you, I think you have a higher chance of getting it. Maybe. You know? Cause I, yeah. Cause I didn't get the, uh, right. That's true. I got a PPP and I got a forgiven. So it was, you know, I didn't have to pay any of it back. Wow. That's yeah. so great. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I tried to. Um, yeah, I tried to get Andy to do it, but he spaced it. You know, I, 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 he's getting his second shot tomorrow, and my second shot kicked my butt so bad for the day, the day and a half, right? Where it was, it was probably a, a sort of a, an achy, headachy three to five mm-hmm. hours, and then, and then I was, you know, very brave. 
and <laughs> just essentially lying in bed like I do when I have a cold because mm-hmm. I rarely ever get a cold. Mm-hmm. But whenever I do, I'm the biggest fucking baby in the whole world. I'm just like, oh, you don't understand. Nobody's ever had a cold before. <laughs> and so whenever it happens, Andy usually says, you're being very brave. In that tone of voice, which also which helps actually, because mm-hmm. it, it gets me out of self pity mode, and um, and so, Jackie, yeah, I finally listened to <laughs> my uh, cuts for my CD. Oh wow! Talk about thinking about something else during mm-hmm. my fascinating story about vaccinations. So you listen to the cuts from yeah, the, because you were winding down, and I saw you go to cu- your computer. I'm like, oh, she's 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 flailing, and I have another comedy related story. Uh, I'm, I'm here to save you. you. Yeah, you were completely right. That that's <laughs> that that story just sort of petered out, and it doesn't deserve. Uh, it shouldn't go to network. Let's just uh, <laughs> let's talk. Uh, let's talk about how did that sound? Well, okay, so I didn't listen to the cuts that the you know the guys did and put out on a you know Google Drive. I just listened to my own iPhone recordings. And I, I lined all the bits up and I, and I kind of, I had Lisa, Lisa Curry had done that for me. And then I, I went by hers and then I had a few of my own that I thought were, I like this thing better here and this thing better here. And, um, and it didn't take, I could have done this a year and a half ago. And I, I just did it now. I don't know what to tell you. I, there's something wrong with me. No, but, I, um, was, uh, I could, there's, there's any way, there's several ways, this one right here, Jackie Cashing, several directions I could go in. But what I'm just going to say is you did it now and it's done. So fucking A, I say congratulations. Yeah. yeah huge, huge weight off, uh, having that thing done and then having That's this so great. room almost done too. Yeah. All finished and stuff. I'm so excited to just lay in my bed and look outside. And see the sun and yeah. see the pool. Yes. Yeah. That's that mm-hmm. that is that is amazing. I uh I can't wait. Here's what I'm thinking of doing in June, because I don't have any work in June. I have <laughs> May and July booked. And I have uh put out many feelers to um oh yeah. And you have all of May and wait, you have how many weeks do you have so far? I have three weeks booked in June and, and the, the recording set in July. Wow. Cool. That's great. So that's great. So, but I would, but so the three weeks of June are great. I would like to sustain that energy yeah. so that I'm truly warmed up by mid July when I make it to, to, uh, to Minneapolis to record the album and shoot the special. And well, I just got to fill May, right? And Jackie, so, why not uh, go to New York for a week or so? Well, because I got to run long sets. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And um, this one has forgotten. Oh, I'm far away from the mic. You're far away from the mic, but she is typing your name. Okay. Right. So I asked in the thread, she said that she knew of all the clubs in Texas all, all those new clubs in Texas and fully vaccinated. I'll go to Texas fully vaccinated. I will go to Florida, uh, fully vaccinated. I will go to Nevada. 
I'll even go to Vegas. Will I? I, I wouldn't. Anyway. I would go to Florida if there was like a herpes vaccine and I would <laughs> re-up my tetanus as well. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. I would. Uh, yeah. I guess. I guess I would. I, I might wait till July. You know why? Well, definitely waiting till July, but I'll, I'll definitely feel safer uh, in the summer. I, I feel like uh, we still need to get more people vaccinated, you know? Right. We're at, we're at like, um, most states are at 30% one shot mm-hmm. and 15, 17% two shots. Yeah. So, and, and we're, and ideally it's 85% two shots, mm. uh, for herd Im- immunity or whatever. Okay. And so, and that, the last time I checked was probably four or five days ago. So it might've yeah. been, we might be up to 40% because they're churning out. But there was a big mistake with Johnson & Johnson, so we I lost know. a bunch of vaccines. So which, bad. It just means that, you know, you it's just got to— take if, longer. Yeah, it'll just take longer instead of a two-shot thing. I mean, it's so weird that France and Italy don't have enough vaccines. Um, yeah, it's sad the EU sort of— uh, <laughs> sort of fucked up you know yeah they kind of like, dropped the uh, ball here just learning from uh, there were so many local references on the blame game like local to northern ireland <laughs> like, i was like what the fuck are you people talking about but uh i i, I gathered from some of the topics that uh, uh northern ireland has a lot more vaccines than than the republic of ireland and um they're sort of le- hoping that northern ireland uh you know sends a few their way because they yeah. share the same obviously the same island <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. And um, and I get, you know, people are like, well, Biden's hoarding vaccines. And I'm like, he's not hoarding vaccines. He's trying to churn them out as fast as possible. And then when they're done, when, when, plus he's been, he's shoveling against the tide here. He has to, he has to undo four years of neglect. Oh, yeah. yeah right? I, yeah. So I, I say... Get as much of the United States vaccinated as you can, and then yes, just start- because we work in the United States, we're America. Well, <laughs> yes, we got to get on the road, Jackie. We're very important. No, but I know it's just we well, every the whole world's got to got to have it. But uh, unfortunately, got to have it. Poor countries are going to get it last, which <sighs> is shitty, of course. And and fucking par for the course, obviously. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so. But I, uh, to go back to really make it self-referential, let's <laughs> really talk about Jackie Cation in the third person. Uh, I need to book my May. And I would like... <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to book my May, you guys. Because I want to... I would like the p- momentum. You know, once stuff is tight, if it's tight, let's keep it tight and let's keep tightening it. And then record the goddamn thing and then i can listen you know there'll be i'm gonna record five shows are you gonna dance uh will do it again no no it's 800 pound gorilla oh oh yeah that's right that's right okay and uh and uh ryan brennan was supposed is supposed to film it oh nice he's great for another for another special right yeah uh that uh, people may or may not want to buy you guys 4k 4k cameras anybody okay so um but the but he is also working on a show for tlc or something like that oh, and he wow. might have to work that week okay so if ryan brennan cannot film it i have to ask ryan brennan 
of Black Iris Media, who else can film it? And you know, uh, but I mean, someone else can set up cameras. He's like a great editor. He's a really great comedy editor. So as long as if you can get him uh, chopping that thing up, you're engaged. I think actually, I think he. I think the last time I talked to him, when when the the first or second time I had it scheduled, he told me he couldn't edit it. Oh, okay, right. So I wonder. I wonder what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Um, all I know is I just want, I just want to do, I, just, I want to whine. Would I like some cheese with my wine? Oh my God, Jackie, I'm exhausting. I'm boring myself. Please talk. Um, oh, wow. That rarely happens. Uh, okay. Oh yeah. Let's take a break. Let's take a, a max fun. Maximum Fun is a network by and for cool, popular people. But did you know it also has an offering designed to appeal to nerds? A show for nerds? On Maximum Fun? The devil, you say? It's true. It's called The Greatest Generation, and they review episodes of a television program for nerds called Star Trek. They've reviewed TNG, DS9, and are now reviewing Voyager. Hey, Star Trek. My daughter enjoys that program. Well, if she enjoys that, and she enjoys humor of the flatulent variety, might I recommend she subscribe to The Greatest Generation? Hey, are you calling my kid a nerd? Why, I oughta... Well, gotta go! Become a friend of DeSoto by subscribing to The Greatest Generation on MaximumFun.org today! Listen, sometimes we don't have it, okay? <laughs> Sorry, we're fucking tired, I'm tired. I'm, I'm, I've got, there's shit everywhere. I can't figure out, you know, I'm unsettled because there's piles of crap everywhere and, and, uh, dissatisfied with stand up and, uh, frustrated with how performing is right now. And I don't have anything to add really, you know, I'm, right. I didn't have any great comedy events this week and, um, you know, hanging it. in there. Yep. Do you want to set tomorrow at 3 p.m.? Me? Yeah. Hold on. Let me check and see what I'm supposed to, to swim. You might have I will to swim. take you time. To, you might have to yoga. You might have to swim. Uh, I signed up for... Uh, hold on, Jackie. Please don't hang up, people. <laughs> I don't, you know what? Let me f find out afterwards. We're oh, taping no a live podcast. I should be searching my <laughs> Gmail right now. And here's the other thing. Uh, uh -huh. This will air on Monday. Uh, so the yeah, opportunity. Yeah, what's the point? What's the point of anything right now? Next <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, new T-shirts coming out, you guys. Uh, what's the point of anything right now? <laughs> Is that what we, should that be our max fun pin of the year? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. I, I, uh, I, I had another tweet where I called, um, Greg, uh, got sold a pussy, you know, because when I, when I did his show red eye a long time ago, uh, they had, they gave me two bookings in a row. I was, mm -hmm. I was working at, um, 23, six, which was the Huffington post, uh, political comedy site that was co-owned by Barry Diller two two stalwarts in comedy, Ariana and Barry Diller. And, um, <laughs> So, uh, so I was just on run eye, right? And, uh, the first one I did an Ann Coulter joke, I made fun of Ann Coulter and then they mm -hmm. canceled the next appearance. And I was mm -hmm. like, fine, who cares? It's, you know, it's on a 3am on a shitty network. So I don't care. <laughs> but then, uh, his, he, he has a late night show. 
that's coming out on Fox. At eight, or it's an 8 p.m. show, but it's a nighttime show. It's going to be basically red eye, but you know, at 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. And um, it's it, it thematically, it's like uh, being canceled over with. It's like you. So I'm like, you pussy, you canceled me because I joked about Ann Coulter. And then someone someone retweeted me or quote tweeted me and said, uh, uh, I like this, even though I don't think it's right to laugh the word pussy in this context. I'm like, what are you doing? Just enjoy your life. If you laughed at it, it was funny. Okay. Maybe you don't know yourself as well as you think you do. Because you obviously are okay with that word being used that way. Right. Uh, and, uh, you know, there's words, they're just words that are hard. I remember um, I, there's words that have been vilified so badly that then when you take them back and then you're like the first time you say the word pussy or the first time you say the word cunt or the first time you say the word feminist even. Because I remember feminist was uh, was vilified so bad, like the 80s and 90s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, well, you know, I believe in women's rights, but I'm not a feminist. How many oh, yeah, times right, did you right. hear that? I know. A thousand? I know. That's how you, you know, start like, every joke about equality. <laughs> you had to, had to calm the men down in the audience. Oh, right. you're going to be okay. So Don't worry, the headliner's a guy. Uh, but you know, like I'm not comfortable using the word pussy in a vagina sense, but I'm, I'm very comfortable using it, calling somebody like, a, a, a it's, it's, a, you know, a weak quizzling, right? Uh, that's a, that's a kind of a shorthand for that. Would that be a weak queefing? I'm so sorry. Oh my somebody, God. Please. It wouldn't. And you know, it wouldn't. You know it wouldn't. Did you want to, uh, I, let's just, let's spend these last seven minutes just being just gross. <laughs> anyway, like something that would just make Lou Deck go, you, you, nobody wants to hear it. I don't know product. who Lou Deck is. Uh, he's a Florida comic who worked at the store in the 80s oh. and the 70s uh, and uh, told me that women don't swear on stage because nobody wants to hear it. And then made me oh, listen yeah. to me saying the word fuck a thousand times in 1984. Not that I'm still ever thinking about it <laughs> or that I know his name a hundred years later. That's a good name, Ludek. Is it D-E-C-K? It is. I like it. And nice I don't know and if he's short. Still- uh, he's probably, he's got to be 70 now. I mean, the dude, but you know what? I thought that everybody, like uh, in 1984, of course, I was 19. Yeah, 18 so, or 19. And so um, all the comics that I met who who came through and were headlining, I thought that they were all at least 35. Oh, yeah, me but too. But that's because yeah. they were all coked up and drunk and... Um, and from L.A. or New York, and they all had that sort of, you know, slick kind of look to them. Uh-huh. They all looked like, uh, <laughs> what's that Madonna movie uh, in 1984? Um, Dangerous. What was it? Yeah, where where get, in, uh, get Into the Groove came from? Uh, she was oh, wearing a lot of lace movie. Lacy, yeah, with uh, movie Rosanna Arquette. Season. Desperately seeking. Yes, they, that was it. So I remember, like, they all looked like they were in that movie because they were they were these oh, comics yeah. who were from New York and L.A. But they were probably all in their twenties. Yeah, right. They were probably all 26, 30 years old. They just and, looked like shit. And they were they had like they were featuring or headlining. They were guys, and so we you assume they're older because of that too. Yeah, and uh, so Lou Deck might be—he might be my age. He, he might, might be, be our age, fifty-four. Yeah, he might be younger. <laughs> he might have been eighteen. 
when I was 19, <laughs> but headlining anyway. Hmm. And, uh, and he was just, he was one of those guys that came through Madison, Wisconsin and would, he would sit with us and talk to us about our acts, man. And since I had been doing standup for three months, mm-hmm. uh, I was like, okay, I'll listen to this guy. He's headlining for $250 plus airfare a week in 1984. So he clearly is hugely successful. And, um, yeah, yeah. but anyway, I, I weeded off from my, from my pussy joke. Yeah. Uh, much to everyone. I love to hear weeds and pussy in the same (laughs) sentence as well. Uh, well, if you want to get laid, um, do I want to get laid? I I mean, it's, it's gotta happen at some point, right? Right. I have changed so much since my dad died. I am not the same person and I don't even know what I, I don't even know what my goals would be on a date because before I was like, Oh, potential stepfather. So I got to watch out for that and find that. And, and still had in my head, this kind of the fairy tale of what marriage was and that I would be taken care of or something like that. And now I'm just like, everyone dies. I'm going to die. So, you know, I just want to make sure my son's okay before I fucking die. Like I'm not, I'm not the same buoyant, exciting lady I was. Right. So would you want, would you want a boyfriend or would you just want to get laid? I have no idea. I always, I always remember to think about. (laughs) Yes. But from being in relationships, being like, remember this. (laughs) Because remembering how much I wanted to be alone when I was in a relationship and remembering, don't fall for this. Remember that you, how much you like being alone. And then, uh, and then after, you know, I don't know, my son is older now. He doesn't need a stepdad. I mean, he would, you know, that's not even a He's got a dad. He's got got a dad and he's also got his own brain and he, so it would just be someone for me to have sex with, I guess, and go, go out with, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I don't fucking don't know. No. I, all I was obsessed you with is redoing this house, like just making it to a place I could live. That's all right. I've been thinking about for like seven years. Right. Right. So literally you don't know, but I mean, but if, but it might be something that you, you sound like you're kind of interested in thinking about what you might want <laughs> <laughs> from a fella. From a from, from a, a boy shaped uh, person, right? Because always I've I've um, like fallen in love really quickly, you know, and uh, and then then like weeks later, going wait a minute, <laughs> you know, and so I want to turn that part of me off where I'm. I just want to be n- not get immediately enamored all the time with okay. you know what I'm saying. I, I do. And then I'm, I'm, I'm not lovable. Like I'm just, you know, I, I don't have those qualities. Just stop hitting <laughs> I'm me. I'm really not. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's, uh, you are lovable. The universe supports you. Yeah. You are loved. And my uh, breasts are about to get smaller. So right, no guy's right. going to be one. <laughs> That's everybody wants in on that. <laughs> if I wasn't in a committed re- <laughs> relationship have- with a, Till With April twenty first, twenty fifth, to date me at this at this current current cup level, and then there's a drastic change. 
which uh, I have to say, you're fine. I mean, the, the <laughs> I, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not here for validation. I'll get that from my dead mother. Um, <laughs> when you meet with her in the medium and yeah. like, no, I, can I talk to dad for a second? She's like, I don't mean to interrupt, <laughs> but I just, what did you do with the, my stuff? Oh my and, God. Uh, anyway, but the, I will say that, that when I, when I decided that I did want to go out with somebody, it was because I, I wanted to do more than just go on the road and do stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. And as much as I love stand-up comedy, I also wanted, uh, you know, just to see if there was someone out there that I would want to spend time with. And that sort of openness kind of led to, and it didn't, it led to three years of internet dating is what it led to. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't instantaneous or anything, but it led, it opened the door. That willingness opened the door for me to meet dudes and just go, well, I don't, I I could meet them again and you know, I could like them or not like them. And you know, I, it made me pick what I did want. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's, I mean, I, you know, they say that you should pick that in everything, right? In in your career. And so what's wrong with picking it in in what you want in any kind of a love interest or any kind of a love interest? What am I? Am I is well, that a, am I an old-timey magazine? What, I, what don't know. I, I mean, yeah, it all makes sense, but you know, then you go on a date and, you know, it's it's uh whatever your hormones kick in. But the other thing it's like, what do I, like my son is my, you know, you're never going to be better. You're never going to be higher on my head than my son. Like he takes top priority. Yeah. So, and you know, uh, there's no room for you in this house. Sorry. I, I barely <laughs> can fit my shit on my closet. So mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what, what, what would be the point of dating me? Well, I'll tell you something. I have a neighbor, my neighbor, Kat, mm-hmm. and, uh, she and her ex-husband, uh, they live separately and he just comes over uh, like three or four times a week, stays for dinner. Uh, she goes to his house for dinner. They probably do it. God knows. I don't, God knows I don't need to know. And, but they have different houses and they have a lovely relationship. They were married for like 18 years hmm. and they, for the last 15 years after they got divorced, they've been doing this hmm. and they like it much better, hmm. <laughs> but they hang out like three or four nights a week. All right. Let's go away. <laughs> MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.